Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to our next Collaboration Zone Zoom party. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we can share mind and business growth tips, strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you want to level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Head on over to www. The road forward slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. On today's episode, I want to chat a little bit about a topic I've been thinking of over the last couple of weeks as I have been navigating my way through, you know, a very challenging time. It's very exciting, but it's been very challenging. And that is, you know, how do we not pick up a drink while we're going through trauma when, you know, my instinct in the past before I quit drinking was to always pick up, right, to come home and have that bottle of wine or that case of beer to just numb the feelings out. And so what makes it different today? But before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you, if you're someone that is looking to discover your purpose, you need a little bit more clear direction, feel free to head on over to the show notes and book your free 30-minute discovery call. We can do some brainstorming. I can, you know, set you down the right path so you can start creating goals that align with your values, that align with the purpose, you know, what you want to create for yourself. And of course, I also have the business audit session. Um, As a NeuroChange Master Practitioner, I can help entrepreneurs master their minds so they can grow their business and lead more authentically fulfilled lives. So head on over to the show notes and book your free call today. You know, I want to start off by saying that, you know, I'm in my new office and I haven't hung a lot of stuff up on the wall. And as I started recording today, I realized that there was an echo. I realized that because the room was fairly bare, other than, you know, my desk, my podcasting stuff, my bookshelf, there was a huge echo. So if you could actually see this visually, that's why I'm laughing. You know, I've got pillow stuff behind my laptop, one on the side. I have some blankets over the floor. I've got a mat on the floor just to dampen the echo a little bit. So hopefully it's not giving you too much feedback, but I just, you know, as I'm recording this, I'm kind of laughing to myself because I'm staring straight at a pillow. So a little bit more work to do to get my home office up and running properly where I don't have to do that. But you know, today I wanted to talk about, we all go through trauma, right? 
Um, this can change our beliefs. It can change the way we think. It's a moment in time where we disconnect. And I think I first experienced this when I was younger and, you know, my dad always pushing me to do more. And it was through no fault of his own because he was just doing what he thought was right. But what it did is because he always pushed me, I was always seeking that recognition that what I was doing was actually good enough, right? So when he said, you know what, that's a C, you could get a B. If I got a B and I didn't get that feedback stating, hey, you know what, that's great, way to go. I never thought I was good enough. And so that was trauma that disconnected my reality basically, right? Because I I grew up basically always feeling that I had to do better, that things weren't good enough, right? I had to be perfect. And, you know, that did a bit of damage. So, you know, when we start going through these things, right? When we have a traumatic experience, my natural reaction in the past was to numb those feelings by taking any mind altering substance or drinking. That was my go-to, right? Because I didn't want to feel those feelings. I didn't want to be stuck in my head telling myself stories. You know, have you ever been that way or felt that way when you're just, you're having a bad day, a, a thought comes into your head and instead of like squashing that thought and recognizing that it isn't true, we start to, you know, exaggerate it, right? We start to tell ourselves stories about what's happening without actually having the evidence to support that story. So recently, as I've shared, I've gone through um, a traumatic experience. Things had not gone according to my plan. Um, Apparently, you know, my higher power, my God had other ideas. And my first instinct is normally to self-soothe. And the way I do that today is by eating, you know, a ton of food or by diving into my work even further, right? So then, of course, I'm either overeating, I feel guilty, I feel bad about myself, I'm not exercising enough, or I dive into my work so hard that I don't give myself a break and I, you know, actually hit burnout and severe burnout, you know? And all of these things, you know, including couldn't sleep because I had all this stuff going on in my head. I couldn't get it out, right? I was sad. I was hurt. Um, I had actually hurt my back from moving. It was probably one of the hottest days of the year here. And I was lifting stuff that I shouldn't have. You know, I can't take pain medication. Um, I could have very easily picked up a drink or a drug to numb that pain, right? I could have taken that painkiller for my back and numb myself out and not allowed myself to feel those feelings by picking up a drink. So, you know, in the past, that would have been my go-to. That would have been what I leaned on. And this time I knew I couldn't do it, right? Instead, what I did, because for me, it's important, right? I don't want to wreck the life that I've created. And I, I, I talk about purpose all the time and there's a reason for it because I am so clear on the future that I want to create for myself, that it's really difficult now for me to ever think about destroying the the life that I have created for myself. You know, there was a time in my recovery that yes, I wish I could have drank like someone who didn't have a problem with addiction, but I know I can't. There was that time where, you know, I drive by a restaurant and see all these people out on the patio drinking a beer and thinking that, you know, maybe that would be a good idea. Maybe it would be different. But today, because, you know, I no longer feel hungover ever, right? I no longer am financially broke because I've spent all my money at the bar or on booze. Um, 
you know, and I, I'm following my purpose. I'm living my passion. I have created a life so good for myself that I don't want to go back, right? But relapse is not a part of my story yet. And the reason I say yet is that it could very easily be. It could come back at a point where I'm doing things that I know are not good for me, like taking pain relief, taking sleep aids, stuff like that, right? Because those are all things that I was addicted to in my addiction. Or it can also come at a part where things are going really great, right? And maybe I'm not even aware that I'm in a situation where I I grab a beer, right? I think it's okay. It's going to be different this time. Life is really good. I have really changed. So what did I do differently this time around to cope with the trauma that I was feeling? Well, first and foremost, I went back to the basics, right? The first few days after moving, I couldn't sleep. I didn't have a clear head. I was all over the map. I had so much going on that I had to move. So I took care of the things that I needed to right away. But the second thing I did is I reached out to my support network right away, right? I set up plans to go and be around my support network to attend meetings regularly, right? I took the time off for myself to rest because I, you know, I love to dive into work when I'm going through something. I love to just dig into it and get into that state of flow. But that doesn't allow me to deal with the emotions that I need to process, right? You need to go through that grieving. I connected with friends, right, for accountability when it came to exercising. I set up four days out of the five-day work week where I went hiking first thing in the morning, right? I got out into nature. I didn't go to a gym. Um, I Instead, I got out into nature, right, where it just, everything was just fresh and it was good and the air was clean. And I just got to be at peace, right? There was no electronics, no music, just healthy chit chat with friends as I hiked. I also ate healthy. You know, I very often will revert to binge eating because I love food. Um, I like good tasting food. I love going out for dinner. But instead of, you know, indulging in all the foods that you know, normally don't make me feel very good. I was very mindful and I did indulge in some things, but not to excess, right? I did it to the point that I was full. I practiced my intuitive eating and, you know, as a result, I ate fairly good. I didn't overstuff myself and my head started to clear up slowly with that and the exercise. But I think leaning into that support network, that really helped, you know, telling them I'm not okay, telling them I'm sad, telling them how I'm feeling, that really helped me not want to pick up and also really diving into prayer and meditation. You know, there's a few days where I had to sleep um, because the first three days I did, I got no sleep. But after that, sleep became my priority. You know, I didn't make any plans in the morning on that, that weekend. So I could really just rest, right? And I prayed and just for guidance. And eventually I started to come out of that fog, right? And So really when things get tough, I need to remember not to necessarily dive into things head on and forget about it. I need to actually acknowledge that that's happening. I need to acknowledge how I feel and I need to give myself that grace and time to grieve and move through it. And then when I'm ready, I can pick it back up. I start my routine again. You know, I've started meditating again, doing my affirmations, working out regularly, and I'm starting to feel better. 
You know, when I discovered my purpose a few years back, and it has changed, you know, I think it always changed. The The more that we learn, uh, you know, we develop different ideas, we reset our goals. Um, and I believe in doing that every three months. I just, you know, everything I believe is happening for a reason in my journey, right? Every mistake I made is an opportunity to learn something new. Every traumatic experience that I go through is an opportunity to learn how to cope with my emotions, which is something I didn't do for 22 years. But everything that I'm going through right now, it aligns with the future that I want to create for myself. And it has also helped me create that resilience, right? Once you move through the pain, the sadness, and you start to kind of come out of that and your brain starts to clear up a little bit, you start to look back and realize, wow, you know what? I didn't die. I didn't pick up. Um, and I think that's that's a, an accomplishment for somebody in recovery, right? It's I don't think about drinking anymore. You know, it's just not something that comes to mind, but I'm not naive to the fact that I could if I'm not careful. So I think that it's really important that when you're going through something is to go back to the basics, go back to the tools that you learned in early recovery and take some time for yourself, deal with things and then start to move forward. And, you know, by prioritizing what I had to get done every day, that was still allowing me to take steps in the right direction towards my goals. So it wasn't like I took a full week off and I didn't do anything. I just made sure I I went through everything that was on my to-do list and picked out the most important things that I had to get done. And so going back to the basics has helped me work through the situation. It's helped me gain more clarity and it's helped me refocus for the week ahead. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope that you know, that gave you some maybe tips or tricks if you are struggling or going through a hard time. But of course, as an entrepreneur, like I I shared last week, we have to keep going, right? It's not an option for me to stop. But as an entrepreneur, it also gives me that time freedom, right? Because if I did have a full-time job, I would probably bury my emotions. Um, I would, you know, just dive into work because I'd have to. I knew that I couldn't take that break. So there's also a bonus, right? I've developed the time freedom that I need to deal with the things that come up in my life. Now, don't forget, if you want to book a free discovery call or a business audit session, head on over to the show notes and book your call today. They're absolutely free. I look forward to hearing from you. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.